Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the fairy coin mother, Sinquanta Cox-Smith of www.sinquantacoxsmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Coins and Connections podcast, season seven, episode three. Glad to have you back here with me today. If you don't know this voice or this face, I am your girl, Cinquanta Cox Smith. I have just been so proud of myself lately. <laughs> I, in the words of Issa Rae, in my me season, if you're tired of seeing these articles about me, these videos, are you tired of seeing me just flash across your screen? All these shares, delete me, block me, put me on mute because it is my time. I am feeling like I'm that bitch. I have worked hard. <laughs> I worked super hard to get where I am. Nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing has ever come easy for me. I've had to work so hard to get where I am. And I'm just in that season where. I'm reaping it. I'm reaping all of my benefits, being recognized for all of my hard work. All y'all been calling me the GOAT because I am the Capricorn GOAT. That's why I'm the GOAT because I'm a Capricorn. And Capricorn season is approaching. And I'm just feeling like it's pushing me to be the best me possible. The C can stand for Cinquanta, Coinsy Connections, and Capricorn. That's what all those C's are for. The C on my chain, my name, It's it rings bells, it's unique. And today I'm just gonna love on myself. I know y'all didn't come here for all that, but sometimes you have to brag on yourself. Sometimes you have to clap for yourself and sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. And I'm so used to doing that, but I want you to also do that for yourself. If you are in a rut right now and you're feeling like, why not me? I have it all, I'm ready, it's my time. Be patient, be patient grasshopper, because I was once in your place too. I was always writing like in my journals like, dang, you know, why hasn't this popped off for me? Like I've been working my butt off, but you know what? I was being prepped and prepared. I always preach, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. When these opportunities came my way, I was ready. I had a story to tell. I had experience to talk from. I had already been talking and sharing my life online. So it wasn't hard for me. I wasn't nervous to speak. I wasn't nervous to have an interview. I was being prepped and I had patience. I was prepared for anything that has come my way so far. But that's not what this episode is about today. Today we're gonna talk about organizing your print on demand website. But it's also good to just have a little bit of inspiration in the beginning of these episodes because I want you guys to know that your time is coming and you are up next. But we're gonna get into organizing your print on demand business and I'm gonna share some things that have helped me out and some things to look forward to in the future if you're starting a new brand, if you wanna sell a brand, if you wanna have a blind POD business like I am so glad I have so many of. Make sure you keep listening to this episode, but you know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. And our very first rapid fire question is, who from your past do you really wish you stay in contact with? And 
I actually wish I stayed in contact with one of my friends from like, I think maybe, I would say first and second grade, we went to elementary school together and her name was Amanda Weaver. We were really good friends. We would go to the skating rink together. I don't know where Amanda is. I did remember later on in life, her brother continued to go to school with us, but I did not know where Amanda was. I don't know if I ever asked or, you know, what was the case, but I do remember her brother being at our high school. I really wish me and Amanda kept in contact. Maybe I'll holler at her on Facebook. Maybe I'll see if she's still around. Maybe I'll see what she's been up to. That is your cue today. If there's somebody from your past that you wish you had kept in contact with, see if you can do a search for them on Facebook and see if you guys can reconnect have a chat, talk about what's been going on in life as well. The second rapper fire question of the day is, what is the worst and best part of your personality? The best part is I am a loyal friend. I really love people. I love hanging out. And it's pretty easy for me to get along with people. I'm very loving. The worst part of that is when <laughs> someone does something to me, I cut you off and it's not a pretty cut off i cease and desist and i can be the meanest person in the world and let me tell you when it comes to cutting people off there's there's like steps there's that one tick there's that two tick there's that three tick and it's like i right, we good i'm done and it's like i don't even care when i stop caring that's it for you. We're done. <laughs> I have no regards for you or whatever you have going on in your life. God bless. We're going to get into our topic, organizing your print-on-demand business. I have some really good tips. You guys know, if you're watching, I always have my little notes. I don't stray too far off this outline because I can talk all day about print-on-demand. So, my very first advice when it comes to organizing your print-on-demand business is making sure you write everything down. And that can be by hand in a notebook, in a binder, keep it in your fire safe cabinet or whatever. Or it could be by a document that you've used on your computer, an Excel sheet, a Word document, PDF, whatever you need to keep yourself organized. So that is the first step when you first start out. When I say write everything down, I mean websites you use, email address, passwords, all of that needs to either mirror each other or you need to make sure that you have all of your passwords for all of these websites. It has happened to me. I forgot the passwords and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't get into the account. I don't remember what email I use. I don't remember what password I use. Saving the passwords on your internet browser extension is not enough, okay? Trust and believe. <laughs> if your computer was to be damaged today, it, it's gone. The password is gone, the computer is gone. I mean, there's technologies today, but also just think about having it in more places than one. Tools that I use, I do have thumb drives, but when I really truly decided to get into print on demand, I knew I needed a hard drive. When I started creating hella covers and I was making 25 to 50 journals a day, I knew I needed a hard drive. There was no way that my computer would be able to take the load of all the documents I was downloading, PDFs, PNGs, elements, all of these things, Word documents for the interior and just keeping other things together. There was no way that my computer would be able to handle all of that 
that I was creating. I have a hard drive. I have a really huge one because it it's not even full yet and I have so much stuff on it already. So it's probably gonna last me a really long time. One thing that I really love to do, like if I'm creating for one brand and a specific design, I make sure that I title them all similar so I can put them all in the same folder. So titling and naming your designs and anything in that brand, something similar. Sometimes when I'm designing one day, maybe I'll put a money sign and then I'll put an identifier in the title. When I download it, I know what it is. That is a great way to keep your designs, your photos, elements, all of that kind of all in one bunch. If you were to search for it, say I know that for this brand, I use money sign at the beginning um, of all of the products that I use for that brand. When I go into my hard drive, all I have to do is do the money sign and everything in that brand will pop up because that's the first character for all of the items in that brand. Keep it mirrored, keep all of the information and titles similar so it's easy for you and then have yourself a key. If I'm using a money sign, I'll make sure I have a key that basically lets me know that this key is for this brand. Another thing that has definitely helped me is keeping my titles, my descriptions, keywords, SEO, all of that in a document. For certain journals and a certain brand, I don't always have to change a lot. I keep the description fairly similar. I keep the keywords fairly similar. The only thing that really changes a lot is maybe the title and the subtitle. Maybe the page numbers or the cover design maybe if I change the interior, if it's not blank pages, maybe it's a checklist. Those are just minimum things that I have to pull out of it. But most of the time I keep things very similar. That cuts out a lot of the time and the work that you have to do as well. Keeping things very uniform really helps when you're wanting to upload like 50 journals in one day. You don't have to change a lot, but maybe the titles and maybe the colors of the actual cover. Back to the hard drive, just try not to keep your files on your desktop for a long period of time. A lot of the times, after a whole day of maybe designing t-shirts, journal covers, or whatever I'm doing, I make sure I transfer everything over to my hard drive at the end of the day. So that means I don't have so much stuff just bogging down my computer because as you know, computers get sick. They don't work properly when there's so much things on that desktop or on your drive, it tends to slow down. I kind of make sure every day at the end of the day, I transfer everything I've downloaded or created over to my hard drive. And that's why it helps with being organized. You can take everything that you worked in that day, copy and paste it to the file that corresponds with it from that brand. Everything is organized. Another good tip is organize your hard drive by like brand or style types. Your different POD brands are the different types of files you have. Maybe you have t-shirts for that brand. Maybe you have journals for that brand. Maybe it's leggings or anything like that. Candle, candle labels or anything else. Maybe descriptions, all of that. Make sure you label it within that folder. Anything that you can do to stay organized in find stuff quickly. Something that I found super helpful is making sure I know my top 25 to 30 designs on 
all of my brands. So if I see it sell multiple times on one brand, that lets me know that it's very important. This, this is a great design, it sells really well. So what I do is I have a checklist. I don't know, it's somewhere over there. I have a checklist and it has all of my top designs for all of the brands I have. So what happens is I make sure I transfer those top designs on all of the platforms that I'm on for that brand. That way I can see, does this brand translate on this platform? And then once you start to get sales on that platform, say on Etsy, I'm doing really good with hats but on Redbubble, it's the stickers. Then I look and see what type of stickers are selling. If it's a different type of sticker that's selling than the hats on Etsy, then I make more stickers for that brand that's like the ones that are selling. Same thing for the hats. If there's a certain style of hat that's consistently selling, I'll make more hats similar to that style so I can sell more hats on Etsy. Also, that doesn't mean that all of your sales on different platforms, like I said, will be consistent. You have to do what's best for the platform. Again, on TeePublic, I sell a lot of graphic stuff, not a lot of text-based shirts. But on Etsy, I can sell a lot of text-based shirts. On Redbubble, I sell a lot of stickers. On TeePublic, I don't sell much stickers. So you have to learn what platform works better for the design. But that doesn't mean you don't have to put your top selling designs on all of these platforms because you never know. Once they're up, most of the time it's there forever. You don't have to worry about, oh man, I wasted my time. You never know, two years later from now, it can sell. And that's happened to me on Merch and that's happened to me on KDP. Things have sold after being on there for so long. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I even created that. That's what I love about print on demand. A lot of times you can create something on some of these websites, forget about it, and it's it will sell. Other things that you can do, and it's totally up to you, is get EINs for each of your print on demand brands. You can do doing business as if you want to just have like a one umbrella and then everything else is doing business as. If you want to prep yourself and don't have anything connected to you, make sure you use the brand name as like your first and last name. Use a virtual address. You can get a prepaid card to make the payments on it. Just like me, when I do blind POD companies, I don't want anything connected to me in case I decide I wanna sell this brand later on in life. Then that way when I switch it over, I can switch the email address over, I can switch the payment stuff over because it's not my actual information. So I can switch these things over easily. One of my goals later on in life is definitely to sell some print on demand brands. Like starting off from scratch, I always have so many ideas and I'm not able to just create these brands, but I do write them out. I write the ideas and maybe the color schemes. I do set them up, even though I may not be able to go ahead out right now and create them. But eventually that is something I really want to do, sell a POD brand in a box. One of the last things that I wanna to talk to you guys about is making sure you keep your receipts, you keep all of the income that you have coming in, keep track of it, your expenses, the softwares that you use, if it's Canva, if it's QuickBooks, if it's BookBolt, things like that, make sure you're keeping track of it. And for me, I use Gusto and QuickBooks just because it helps with like quarterly taxes and payrolls and HR, things like that. And then with QuickBooks, you can connect it to all of your bank accounts, your business bank account, if you have a business capital loan or anything like that, PayPal, it helps you to divide your transactions from expenses 
and different selections. And at the end of the year, it gives you like a report. If you need to do your report and send it to your accountant, or if you do your taxes yourself, you'll have a overview of all your taxes, what was all expensive, medical things all broken down for you. So you just have to plug and play in whatever software you use for taxes. I hope that these tips and just different things that I've talked about today will help you guys keep your print on demand business organized so that you can have a easier career and journey in the print on demand business because our brains work so fast. We have a lot of ideas, but being organized will definitely make a difference in how you succeed in this business. This segment is called Q Money Bags Thought of the Week. For the Q Money Bags Thought of the Week, we're going to talk about holiday traditions. So we are getting ready for Thanksgiving. Fall is here. The leaves are turning brown. The weather is changing. And I'm excited. I want to talk about holiday traditions. For Thanksgiving, normally my family, we've done, I think we've done enough Thanksgivings to kind of have this down pack. Every year we either do a fried turkey or a baked turkey. And I think this year we're gonna do a fried turkey because we've been doing fried turkeys for a while now. Last year was the first year in a while that we did a baked turkey. My husband said he wants to go back to doing a fried turkey this year. I remember my first Thanksgiving away from home. I was, was I pregnant or I had already had, I already had my son and I got together with some friends and it was a disaster, but it was a fun disaster. Turkey wasn't finished, our red velvet cake was horrible it was just a disaster but it was also fun because we were young we were learning uh, we were new moms and our significant others were deployed it was definitely a really good experience to cook my first thanksgiving meal and also to share that with friends that I had made through the military i have been on like sweet potato duty i think every year my sweet potato is getting better and better and i'm always excited to make one or two and i remember one year like i had the screens and my sweet potatoes and i was so mad at myself but, like every year i keep forgetting hmm do they come out better if I boil the sweet potatoes or if I put them in the oven? I always go in my mind like, oh my gosh, what did I do last year? What did I add in? And I feel like every year I change the recipe, but it's always still pretty good. I am excited about making some sweet potato pies again this year. I really want to try and make a red velvet cake. Uh, if anyone has a really good red velvet a recipe, I wanna try my hand on that. My husband has been making this really good pineapple upside down cake that I love. I think I'll tell him to make that as well because we love cakes around here. So our Christmas tradition has been matching pajamas as, as I think everyone does this now. So every year we change it up and get a different pajama. And Christmas Eve, we normally open one gift each and we'll watch Christmas movies and things like that. Because my kids are old enough, they don't believe in Santa. That's kind of out of the window. And a lot of times we try to play a game as well. We just spend a lot of quality time and then we make sure the kids go to bed at a decent time so we can wake up and open gifts together. We also normally have like a big breakfast on Christmas morning as well. Um, I'm excited for Christmas this year. Gonna try some new traditions and spend time with family. I'm excited about exploring that and, and being with family and enjoying that time. I'll probably talk more about Christmas as we get closer to that time on the podcast. 
But I would love for you guys to send me messages or share some of the holiday traditions that you have. Is there a special dish that you make for Thanksgiving? Is there a tradition that you do on Christmas, Christmas morning, Christmas Eve? Do you guys drink eggnog? Do you make cookies for Santa? Just share, I would love to hear about it. Even try one of your traditions as well. I actually got invited this year to a Friendsgiving. I'm excited to go to my very first Friendsgiving. And last year I did like a little Christmas party for my friend and her kids. They had just got to Texas. We did that, but she did send me a message and said she was interested in doing it again this year and she wanted to host. I'm excited about that happening as well. And maybe that can be a new tradition that we have here in Texas every year someone in our friend group will host like a Christmas party for the kids and we'll do cookie decorating tie dye taking pictures and things like that I hope you guys are having a great week and until next time hey guys today I'm here to talk about Printful so Printful is an on-demand order fulfillment and warehousing service that fulfills and ships products including clothing accessories and home and living items for online businesses so if you've been following along on my YouTube channel or here on my podcast you've heard me talk about print on demand and you heard me talk about Printful I enjoy Printful and I call it my number one source for print on demand fulfillment and shipping they're awesome with their customer service and I recommend them to anyone who wants to start shipping products with no startup costs. It's free to use. And I love just getting my samples in the mail. I love seeing my customers super excited about the quality of their t-shirts and other items. So if you want to go ahead and join Printful, visit bit.ly backslash printfulcc to sign up. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Cinquanta Cox Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.